It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only fun Survivor podcast, as you can tell by my voice. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week, I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how's it going today? Jake, I'm doing great. <laughs> That's all I got for you. Things are I just good. <laughs> Had a good weekend. Chill yeah. time. Good, good weekend. Um, got a thing on my car fixed that needed to get fixed, so that's nice. Beautiful. Although I do maybe need to do something about my AC. Whatever. It's a problem for later. So here's, okay, here's something I just thought about. What are you telling this story about your AC and your car and how chill your weekend was? You know what AC stands for? What does AC stand for? All chill. Anyway, my point is... <laughs> I was looking at some analytics on the the YouTube where we have um, where we're uploading all the old episodes of Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? That's this podcast. You were and you were crunching the numbers. You were looking at all the data. All the data said uh, people drop by after after about thirty seven seconds of these episode long episodes, um, and I was like, hmm, what's in the first thirty seven seconds of an episode? It's just the intro. And then we start talking about all of our laser targeted intros of just like, hey, how are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? I'm okay. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, let's get into it. Um, Maybe we need to beef up our intros more. What's a fun, what's a fun like bit you have an idea for a fun bit we can do? This seems like like it's kind of look like a skeleton fish of the fish of the skeleton of a fish. Is that something? I think it would be really funny to fundamentally alter the the beginning of the show after we've been doing this for like literally hundreds of episodes. Just like it's different now. <laughs> it's different. We're changing this up is the just format. The, this is look what you, what you see is what you get. What you hear is what you get. We're we've not changing. Actually, this is who we actually, are. We've changed up uh, the format quite a bit over the years. If you, I'm currently uploading the first hundred episodes, and boy oh boy. We've gotten much more organized over the years, if you can believe it's, it. It we definitely have. We've tightened it up, but we, you know what? We haven't changed that whole time. The intro ever, and we're never yeah. changing it, and we never will, because the intro it goes like this. Thomas, did you watch Survivor Forty Four last night? And as is tradition, yes, Jake, I did. Wow, how perfect was that? And now no one's listening anymore. So we That's right. Get out of here. Budge, we want. Get all that pesky engagement out. Yeah. Pesky engagement. What are we talking about? Uh, right. Engagement? That's That doesn't really make any sense. Normally uh, people want a welcoming atmosphere with their podcast to draw people in. Mm-mm, but mm-mm. the beginning of ours is last call at the bar. Get the fuck yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to be here anymore. Um, But then the people who do stick around are actually some of your closest friends. That's what we learned on the television show Survivor. This week's episode was called I'm the Bandit. What did you think of that episode title? Uh, Fine. Whatever. Agreed. I feel like they've already done an episode or two called I'm something. It's getting boring. Yeah. Didn't they say I wasn't one of them. I'm Felicia. Yeah, I think so. So, just take the I'm off. It's cleaner. Take the the off. It's even cleaner. <laughs> yeah. Bandit. The clean bandit. Bring back the the. You're now the clean bandit. 
I'm Sam Raimi in Spider-Man. You're the also clean bring bandit back the, now. The, the band that uh, I like, yeah. that my famous Twitter avatar is from. You're so famous on Twitter for having the the as your I, I'm so far out ahead of it. Apparently, there's a the the song that is used in the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. And, like, a bunch of bandwagon fans out there now. Not me. I've been mm-hmm. here uh, for years. Don't call it a comeback. The 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 bandwagon? Yeah. <laughs> yes. The the... <laughs> The 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 bandwagon. I can't believe people don't continue to listen to this show. Yeah, look at all these bits we got. Only good bits on this podcast. Uh, we start off on camp. Everybody is amazed with Carolyn's move to play her idol on Carson. Of course, Cardad's son. Carlin and Cardad go way back. That's why she saved him. Uh. I'm so I I don't know why I should know it's coming now, but I'm just so delighted every time he referenced the car dad thing. I can't see Carson's name without thinking of his dad, car dad. Now his dad is car dad, it just and his car and his car mom, car mama. Yeah, Carvana, please. She didn't take her family name; she kept her maiden name. Yeah, I'm um, sorry, I was not paying sufficient respect to. Carson's uh, girl boss, car mom. Yes. Oh my God. Can we talk about girl bosses this week on Survivor? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can we? Are you going to? <laughs> I was. Like, I didn't know. I thought that was rhetorical. I didn't think I needed to give you permission. <laughs> I was trying to remember who got voted out, and um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. I'm constantly watching like 16 seasons of Survivor in different contexts, so it's really hard to keep track. I'm glad we take notes for. I thought for you would have remembered. Maybe you've blocked out who got voted out this week. Yeah, because it was too hurtful. Yeah, it uh, it really was. But we'll get to it when we get to it. I, I actually like to relive the episode through the notes. So I'm like, oh, I remember when that happened. That was really fun. Yeah, it's like you're watching it all over again. Exactly. You could say I'm watching it for a second time. I could and would say that, but also sometimes it would be a third time because you'd be watching two episodes. Yeah, but not this time. This time, though, I did watch it twice because I was eating the first time I watched it. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah you couldn't hear over all the crunching and you didn't like, have subtitles once, once, once. on. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't have subtitles on, Thomas. I don't know how to read. I oh, got my yeah, volume of at 83. I'm sorry. It's, that was very rude of me. My mistake. Thank you. Carlin tells everybody about how she got this idol and then about the red X she planted. And Jam Jam mentions how he's now a little afraid of her. Krylin. More like cry a win. Yeah, everyone's up on uh, what we've known all along. And I think I agree with Jam Jam that I understand being proud of that, but also maybe don't tip people off that you're a good player. Yeah. You You got a good thing going here. Would you say you understand, Sam? Yam yam, understand of course I would. jam jam. Yeah, oh, God. Do you I think jam jam likes the the? <laughs> we need to stop with all this repetition. This repetition. Heidi quietly gets up in the morning and goes looking for the new idol. Carson and Jam Jam pretend to work with Lauren and Jamie. This was pretty skilled maneuvering by our purple friends, Carson and Jam Jam. And purple actually means a different thing in this context than usual context for Survivor, you know, the under-edited player. It's uh, it's par for the course, or car for the course, in this case. Uh, car for the course. 
Yeah. So that's the new saying. Um, yeah, they just, I mean, Jam Jam and Carson are both very skilled social players, and that was mm-hmm. on display here. You could argue, and this is a little, this is a little bit Sorry, for... You could argue. <laughs> this is a little bit for uh, all the true Survivor fans out there. Uh, you could argue this is an all-purple Final Five. Do you get it? See if you're a true Survivor fan, if you get that joke. I'm not. I don't, I don't know what the purple thing is. A purple player is a player who is under-edited because in, I think it was Survivor Nicaragua, there was a character named Purple Kelly, and she was very under-edited to the point that um, her name became this moniker. Um, And she had a purple streak in her hair. That's why she was called Purple Kelly, because there was... Okay, I was wondering where the purple was coming from. I realized I skipped over that part. Okay, so let's talk about this reward challenge. Jeff says, Survivor 44, what do we have in store? I gotta say, I like that a lot. That good was stuff. Really good. More of that, please. They did a, uh, I guess this was, yeah, it was this one. They did a bunch of swoopy camera stuff for it, too, which I liked. They're Love like, oh, the camera's camera. on a roller coaster. Here's what the challenge is. God. What, if a, what about a challenge where you have to build a roller coaster out of camp supplies? Yeah, and everyone has to survive. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, do it like they do not so fast on the challenge, where you build a roller coaster and then swap roller coasters with the other tribe, and then you have to ride on their roller coaster, and whoever gets more sick loses. I like that. That sounds good. (laughs) And also Jeff has to ride on it. Yeah. Would you rather see Jeff riding on the roller coaster... Or being in a little carny outfit pulling the levers. Ooh, those are both so good. I think maybe what I want is instead of the other... Jeff is wearing the outfit, but instead of the other teams having to ride each other's roller coasters, what it is is they build roller coasters and Jeff rides both of them, and then Jeff says which one he had more fun on. Yes, I agree with that. My issue is Jeff doesn't like to put his thumb on the scale. Just ask Ben Drebergen. He doesn't want to play favorites ever. So what if we pull in an expert on roller coasters, say the Six Flags man, assuming he's still alive? Oh, yeah. Get him out there. He can do his dance. They're going to be the Venga boys are going to be playing. Yes. Um, Oh, my God. The Venga boys will be coming. The reward could be a Venga brothers. uh, Venga brothers or Venga boys? The Venga boys. Venga boys. They, the reward can be you get to go on the bus with them and they perform a show for you with the man dancing, the Six Flags man dancing. Yeah, or, yeah, the, the, you go, the Six Flag man ushers you into the bus and then where do you go? You go to a Six Flags that they've built and you have a great time there. Six Flags Fiji. Whoa. You could, find a, you could make up for not being able to go to Six Flags for free as was something that was offered to you. Uh, do you know the Six Flags man's name? Uh, is his name like Rick Flags? His name is Mr. Six. Oh, I really don't like that. Um, huh. Wow, there's a whole Wikipedia article about him. Um... Hmm. Also, there, I just realized that Rick Flags, which was just my tossed off joke about this. I think that there is, I think one one of the guys from Suicide Squad is is Colonel Rick Flag. 
Um, who? I need to find out who played him though. Was it was was it more oh, than the, one person? The the Six Flags man. Yeah, Mr. Six. Yeah, Mr. Six. Who played Mr. Six? It couldn't have been just Danny Teeson was his name. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. I do know that Joel Kinnaman played uh, Rick Flag in both Suicide Squad movies, the bad one and the kind of good one. Mm, the one with John Cena. Yes, Prequel that to one. Solid movie. The John Cena show. Uh, Six Flags did not disclose the identity of the actor playing Mr. Six for some time, but eventually it became known that Mr. Six was played by choreographer Danny Teeson. Teeson explained in 2018, the first few years, I had a hefty NDA with my contract. Uh, okay, so... They, they feared for his life, if anyone yeah. found out who he was. Yeah. God forbid what happens to Danny Teeson after we find out that he's Mr. Six. Um, wait. He's not an old man at all? He was born yeah, he's a guy wearing a bald cap. No, what? <laughs> I've been lied to this whole time about the identity just, of Mr. You Six? You just thought he was an unnaturally spry old man. Yeah, you can't put things on TV that are fake. <laughs> yeah, that's against uh, federal regulations. That's false advertising. He's British. Okay, well, no wonder he looked like such a pervert. God. And he's not dead. <laughs> you, okay, you, so you're saying that we, the threat of Mr. Six still hangs over us. I don't no know. one is safe. <laughs> okay, so Mr. Six, is, luckily he's still alive. And it's been 13 years since they had any ads with him. I think it's time for a comeback. Get Mr. Six back on TV. Make him the judge for the roller coaster challenge that they do in Survivor 45. Maybe he gets promoted to Mr. Seven. He's Mr. Mm. Seven now. Yeah, that would be good. Uh, instead, we Why don't they this... add a seventh flag to six flags? I feel like people it's are... It's about people... time. <laughs> yeah, I think it's been long enough. Yeah. Uh, one person is in a giant ball directing two blindfolded people who are pushing them and then they do a big puzzle. This is a fun challenge. I liked this. It one. was a fun challenge. I will say, I wish that anyone but Carolyn had been uh, in one of those balls. Why do you hate her so much? I don't hate her. She just was. I think that ev- for everyone, I would want someone who's not screaming a lot when they're in there. And I think that anyone but Carolyn would have obliged on that. So I would think it would be in everyone's. I, I'm sure Carolyn doesn't want to be screaming a lot. And I think the rest of the team probably doesn't want to hear a lot of screaming. Um, was it random who was the caller? That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, was Jeff that... was like, get her in there. <laughs> we need to see Kryolan crying in the This ball. is good television. Uh, the winners get a foot massage, sandwiches, chocolate, cookies, fruit, iced tea, and juice. Uh, a lot of good shit. And a massage. Yeah, I, I said that. That was the first thing I said. Yeah, well, I just well, I wanted to really put an exclamation point on it. Oh, thank you. Jam Jam, Carson, and Lauren win. So they get to go to the sanctuary where good things happen. How disappointed were you that there was no Charmin there? Pretty disappointed, to be honest. Pretty disappointed. 
It would be great if they were like right this way and then they go to fully stocked bathroom. Can you imagine how nice that would be? To be fair, they didn't say they said where good things happen, not where good shit happens. Like those are synonyms, but they're not the same word for a reason. You go to the sanctuary. You're you get to the door. You're excited about the food you're going to eat. All of a sudden. Four servers come out. They're the Charmin bears. What do you do? How do you open? <laughs> how do you open on the family of Charmin bears? Uh, so Lauren talks about how she never takes time for herself. Um, Winners at it. Oh yeah. Jam Jam Lauren and Carson talk about taking Kryolin out next. What about that? You know, it's not the worst idea in the world. It's not a bad time to do it. I will say... It makes a lot of sense. It's it's tough with her. You're in a tough spot with her because... If you don't get her out... Like they said, she's been practicing fire making a lot. So she would bleed, yeah. And she's got a very good chance to to win at the jury. The other The other end of that... If you're the one that... If you're the one that conspired to get... Carolyn out could poison the whole jury against you. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a real tough situation either way. I do. Th- I kind of wonder with jam jam and Carson, it would be really interesting if the final three was just them. Like if it was just them and Carolyn, like that whole Alliance, I would love, I would love to see that. I it would be fascinating. Cause it really, I don't know who would win. I think that's what most people are expecting at this point. And oh, it's not. It's not going to happen. I think it's a. I think it could. I don't. I don't think it will, though. It won't happen on purpose, is what I'll say. How do you mean? I mean that there might be a situation where, let's say, you know, like let's say they, two of them make it guaranteed to the final two one of them wins out in fire making but they send the other member to fire making or one of them wins the final immunity challenge unexpectedly and it shifts things around there i just think at some point you can't operate with putting like i think all three of them know that they can't go to the end together i don't know they if they were going to make a move this would have been the perfect time to make it yeah, I mean, that's that's what I was thinking watching this was like, yep, this is the right time. So, uh, but it was uh, if, it was interesting if they are going to take each other out. I mean, they've only got two opportunities. If they want to be the last Tika standing, they've only got two opportunities now. And hey, there's two extra Tikas. So I don't know. It'll be compelling, this finale. Jeff Ropes is very excited. Um, Jamie targets Carson, but Cryolin doesn't want to take him out yet. She says, that's my baby. That's cute, right? It was cute. Also smart from Jamie's perspective to go after Carson, but just nobody was interested. So, you know, what are you going to do? Well, it was smart for Franny to go after Tika all those weeks ago, too, but nothing happened from it. Tika's just unstoppable, it seems. It does seem a little weird that Heidi was very willing to take out Danny 
And then as soon as she took out Danny was like, Oh, I'm exposed where it's like, well, whose fault is that? You didn't have to do that. Um, do you feel like Krylin has kind of adopted the role as Carson's Island Carvana? I don't think that Car- Carson is not. I think Carson has like very youthful mannerisms, but I think that he does not need a mom. He's very self-sufficient. Okay. Well, too bad. He's got a mom and her name is Carvana. Okay. I think it's I think it's a little patronizing to him to say that Carolyn is momming him. I think they're they are friends. They are they view each other as equals. Okay, let me ask you this, Thomas. When a child is born, what does their mother call that child? So they call them uh Well, I mean depends, but we'll say let's say No, that's what they put on their butt, idiot. <laughs> oh yeah, well I walked right into that one. All right, I, I think I know where you're going with this. Is the answer son? No, the answer is baby. Okay. And Krylin says in a talking head this week, car son is my car baby. So think about that maybe before you take all your hot takes to the bank. Heidi wants to take out Lauren or Jamie. Um, This was... Dumb, right? Shouldn't she have aligned with them and forced the tie? I think that would have been a better move for her. Uh, so yeah, I don't fully understand what she's doing here, but especially because she has an immunity idol. So even if you draw heat, like that might even help you. Yeah. Uh, Heidi thinks the final three will be her, Jam Jam, and Krylin. I don't see that happening, but we'll get You got to get Carson out and yeah, like that's the thing. I think especially now that she burned like spoiler that she uh, burned her idol. Uh it's uh, it's just a little difficult like people like Carson better than you. Mhm. And I think I don't know. I don't see Heidi's path to victory at this point. I think if she gets into the final three, she could say, like, I orchestrated getting Danny out. I managed to navigate the uh, big Tico alliance, and I, I generally was pretty under the radar, and I was always able to maneuver whenever my name came up. I think there's a case to be made there. I just think that it's going to be hard for her to get there. Yeah. And also, if she wins fire making, I think I think that might have to happen. Either winning final immunity or winning fire making. You know how in basketball they have, or I guess any sport, they're like the difficulty of each uh, schedule for each team, whatever, like determines their ranking or whatever. Is this a thing in sports? You mean in terms of what? Determines their ranking in terms of what? Their standings in the conference, I guess. No. That, that is true in, like, college sports, like, for the NCAA tournament or the, um, the college football playoff. Okay, That kind of stuff sports. factors in. But, like, for any professional sport, it's just a win-loss record. I didn't say professional sports. I said sports. Okay, well, that, inc- that also includes professional sports. I didn't what say I'm saying all is sports. That I, clarified it, I clarified it because it required clarification. Because well, that's it why was I'm asking. Tr- Yes. Well, you, it's been answered now. Asked and answered. Thank you. Not only were we defensive with our audience, also each other. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
That's what makes this a podcast hit on uh, YouTube. Big on YouTube these days, did you hear? Heidi uh, thinks the final three will be her, Jam Jam, and Krylin. Unlikely, we already talked about. Jam Jam burps in Krylin's nose so she can smell the food. I had many feelings about this. How did you feel uh, about this? Bad. It made me feel... I did not enjoy this. <laughs> I... This is degenerate behavior. <laughs> I completely understood where Krylin was coming from, though. Of you course know, Sometimes you, you get a good... Of course, of course you Sometimes you get did. a good burp. It smells good. What can you say? This is... I have never thought that combination of words together in my life... You've never burped and been like, oh, that's right. I had hot dogs earlier. Those are some yeah, good hot dogs. I have been like that. I've had hot dogs earlier, but it's always like, ugh. I, it, it tastes like hot dog and bile. Like, it, it almost retroactively ruins the meal that you had. Okay. Well, I get hot dogs that are filled with cheese instead of bile. Maybe that's your first mistake. <laughs> I'm just imagining you coughing up an undigested hot dog and just being like, mmm, more for me. God. I got... A moon bowl. Do you guys have moon bowl in Grand Rapids? No. I, what is that? It's, I don't actually know the style of food, um, but it's like a bowl of like veggies and rice and meat in it, you know, like any restaurant. So, um, it's a, yeah, it's a bowl place as evidenced place. by the, uh, the name of it. Yeah. Um, and I think their kitchen is on the moon. That's why they're called that. Anyway, they served me a moon bowl that I had ordered, which is fair, but I didn't realize there was corn in said bowl. And I said, oh, man, I hate corn because it's weird to me how it doesn't always digest, even if you chew it a million times. And then I defecated, will be clinical because doctors listen to this show. I looked in the toilet and guess what I saw? A little bead of corn. Isn't that disgusting? Even after I talked about it. It is gross, and it's, I mean, I think it is the perfect uh, explanation of how corn is very loosely classified as food because it has basically no nutritional value. Like, it's hilarious that it qualifies as a vegetable because it's not good for you. Yeah, why? Because it grows out of the earth? Okay. Yeah, corn is healthy. It's from the earth. So does lawn grass. I'm not eating that. I'm not seven years old. You eat lawn grass? Uh, I, I think maybe when I was a child. Yeah. Not children It doesn't anymore. taste very good. I only made that mistake once. This ain't the kid nation. This is adult nation. USA. United States of adults. Yeah, child free. Child free America. Thank you. Carson. Trial. Carson tells Krylin to touch base. Well, let me start over. Carson tells Krylin. No, that's what my notes say. Carson tells Krylin, touch base. Hmm, apparently they're playing baseball now. (laughs) I thought this was Survivor, not America's pastime. Yeah, I I tuned into Survivor and a baseball game broke out. Whoa, who's on first? Jeff would love it if you made a who's on first reference. Woo's on first. That's a Survivor guy. I guess Wu's on second, if you've seen that season. Spoiler alert. That's true, yeah. It's actually Tony's on first. Tony's on first. Sandra's on first. Sandra's on first again. Who's going to be the first person to hit a Grand Slam in Survivor, you think? Four wins. Would a Grand Slam be that they win four times? A Grand Slam would be they win four times, yeah. Uh, Boston Rob. They're going to keep bringing him back. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. 
He's going to play like 25 times. Jeff hears this podcast and it's like, you know what? That's a really good point. I know we said we weren't bringing people back, but Bugs, favorite what player, Boston, Boston Rob. Look, we're going to do another captain season with Boston Rob again. And he, you can't vote for him until the merge. And also he's he, going to play the same way that he always does. He does have immunity uh, in case any, if anybody looks at him, that gives him immunity. So keep that in mind. And you will want to be his friend because he's such a nice guy. We're, bo- we're pro Boston Rob here, clearly. Um, Krylin thinks Lauren's a bigger threat than Jamie. I think that's fair. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Lauren's one, two immunity idols. Let's be real here. Jamie is not a threat to anyone. I don't think Jamie could eliminate someone if she tried. <laughs> You're the brutest person alive. I think she seems really nice, but, like, she... I kind of thought people would keep her around because she's, like, tailor-made to be a goat. Well, apparently she had a lot of social connections that we didn't see because it would be funnier to make fun of her the whole time. And I don't disagree. It was very funny. I don't think the show was mean to her. I just think that she just did not have any kind... Like, she, she was playing way past where her actual, like, quality of gameplay... Uh, you know, should have taken her. Uh, what about this? What did you think when Jam Jam and Jamie were talking and Jam Jam told her, everyone who has written my name down goes home? It's not a winner's edit. That's a villain's edit. That is a villain's edit. Jam Jam's a, Jam Jam filled the role of Danny once he left. Aveen, the bad guy? Remember that song? He's a yeah. bad guy. Billy Eilish. The, but being uh, Scott Hall, the bad guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Razor Ramon. Yeah. But um, Toothpick guy. The, uh, I think with him and Danny both, though, like, not... Like, the enjoyable villains. Like, I, oh, yeah. I, I, I like... I, I was enjoying heel turn Jam Jam. He's compelling either way. 100%. A real Roman Reigns with that. The most compelling face of all time in WWE history. Um, at the immunity challenge, I have to balance a ball on a disc. Pretty good stuff. Classic. Lauren wins this one. We love Lauren. Lauren had a pretty awesome recovery that they tried to make it look like she was going to get out, but I'm always impressed when somebody manages to rescue one of those balls like where it really clearly looks like it's going to fall off, and then they manage to just get it back to a perfectly stable position. So... Uh, if they do any more challenges like this, I think Lauren is going to beast and beat everybody. Uh, I think we should start calling her Lore Wins. That's right. It would be really funny if Lauren, if Lore win, uh, Lore won out mm-hmm. and just won on the strength of that at the jury. All of this Tika like alliance dominating and they all split the vote basically. And then Lauren just wins because she actually won challenges. Yeah. I think, I mean, I, I don't it hate could totally happen and it wouldn't. And also, yeah, I don't hate it. Like, I think it would be well-deserved. I think she's played a pretty good game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Carson, Heidi and Krylin want to vote for Jamie, but Krylin is worried that she has an idol. No, her idol went home with Kane. Of course, her very real idol that her she very had real idol that she had went home with Kane. We're all so sad about it. So she can't save herself with any idol real or fake. Jamie, Lauren, and Jam Jam want to vote for Krylin. 
Carson and Jam Jam touch base, and Jam Jam seems ready to vote for Krylin. Did you? I loved this. Did you? Think I loved she was this going? conversation. I kind of did. I kind of did too. It, they it, really, it made sense. They really dramaturgically, it made sense. I honestly, I don't know why they didn't. They had, they had an opportunity. Yeah, it was one of those things where, when everything leading up to it, they they did a good job of fooling you, uh, Jam Jam and and Carson and the production team, because. I should have known when Jam Jam was saying like cryptic stuff at Tribal that it was a misdirection, but uh, it really, I mean, they swerved us is what they did because everything made sense for her to go out here. And I guess they just decided again, they couldn't bring themselves to do it is I I guess what it was, which I understand they're, they're all friends, but uh, I thought the, the Jam Jam uh, Carson conversation was uh, I want to see more of just the two of them talking I find it they are both very good social players so it is it is fun to hear them talk what did you think of Carson calling Jam Jam his number number one loved it that's such a good line <laughs> it's great and also it's funny like them being number number ones together is very interesting, but also there is a time limit on that. And it's going to be really interesting when they have to eventually face off. This is what I don't understand with Jeff's fascination with all these fucking advantages and, and twists and one-off things that he loves to throw in the game. The Tika bomb that's going to explode one way or the other is so much more fascinating than six people don't get to vote this week, except for one of them does because who gives a fuck? Yeah, what if we split them into two different tribals and there was a double, triple, steal a vote, extra vote, and uh, they have to stand on their heads to activate the idol and there's 10 fake idols. What if we put 18 people on a beach, made them become friends because it's all they have time to do, and then made them vote their friends out? The show now is just Prisoner's Dilemma. Everyone gets separated and they all have to do Prisoner's Dilemma. There's no more social play, there's no more challenges. Prisoner's Dilemma is down and up is Prisoner's Break. It's coming back, baby. Yeah, let's go. Wentworth Miller, he's back. Yeah. I'm just imagining everyone being like, oh my God, that's the Prisoner's Dilemma every time they get let out to do it again. What about this, Thomas? (laughs) Kelly Wentworth Miller. Oof. Uh, I'm smelling money. I'm thinking boffo ratings. Yeah. What if Wentworth Miller and Kelly Wentworth were two captains on a season of Survivor and Boston Rob was the other captain? Now there's Boston Rob is the prison warden of the prison where all conflict must be ended with a fight to the death. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of things that fight to the death, uh, like the chicken bone in Prison Break, that's what that represented. Uh, Speaking of animals, let's talk about these wildlife shots. We had a snake, and a snake's good friend, the lizard. You know snakes and lizards? They're friends? They are friends. I've heard that. They're kind of like the tikas of the wildlife world. Uh, We also had a fly that I'm going to say is the flesh fly. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Have I heard of what? The flesh fly. 
I was trying to think of something untoward to say about that, but I don't know. That's it. I just, my heart wasn't in it. Um, uh, no, I have not heard of the flesh fly. We have four facts, so you can use this 30 seconds to a minute to think of whatever untoward thing you want to say. And I'll tell you right now, these have not been studied by the IUCN, so don't even bother thinking about what that. Only think of your untoward joke. Okay. You can find these boys worldwide. They're about half an inch long and gray with dark stripes and red eyes. The larvae feed on rotting meat and adults feed on small organisms that they themselves feed on carrion. And they sometimes carry pathogens and bacteria to humans. Let's hear that joke, Thomas. Fleshfly, what are you talking about when I pull my dang pants down? So at Tribal Council, they bought everything... They bought the whole tribal council set. That's what happened. And Jeff was so mad. Just kidding. They brought everything from camp to tribal council because they expect to go to a new beach. Um, Jeff seemed to love this. Because, like, they've been familiar. They've been watching the show the last few seasons. So they finally caught on. I don't care. You know, who cares? Yeah, this is not you're like, oh, you solved my riddle. <laughs> You solved my new beach riddle. This show is, yeah, this show is is catering everything to Jeff and not the audience. And yeah. I don't like it. Jeff says, what about idols and advantages? That's my Jeff impression. Jamie says you have to be the change you wish to see in the world and that you have to work on building their resume. I don't know what this means. I don't know why she said you have to be the change you see in the world. This travel council didn't make any sense to me. Uh, Carson says tight groups may break up. Big words when it comes to friendships. Jeff? See, even this is what I'm saying, Jeff. Even you were like, holy shit, break up. That's, that's big news. You know? Gossip column. The Tico Alliance broke up. That's the shit we want to see. Away with the knowledge is power. Away with the immunity idols. Away with... Knowledge is power. Did I say that one already? What's good? What's good? A day away with the medallion of power. I just want Rudy and Rich back. Exactly. I, um, do you think it would be fun if a, a, a group broke up and then they were, they were doing maneuvering, you know, they were doing alliance maneuvering. Yeah. And when they voted somebody out, the person is like, we were on a break. And then they were like Ross friends. Yeah. Looks into the camera. Jim, the office. Uh, she, Krylin, that is, says there's nothing wrong with being emotional. She says she promised her son, not the car son, her regular human son, that she would never apologize for crying. And that's why she's called that. Krylin. Uh, the thing with people crying is like I know that some people there's only ever internal uh, pressure to apologize for crying I feel like because I don't think I've ever seen anyone demand an apology for someone crying yeah uh, that feels like abusive behavior when you think about it yeah look I, I think it would be pretty out of bounds but it's funny to be like like this idea that it's like you must apologize for crying. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's always internally, it's like, oh, shoot, I'm embarrassing myself. I'm sorry. 
And it's like, nobody is ever, you know, people might just be like, oh boy, they're crying, but nobody is like, I am offended that you are crying. How dare you cry at my father's funeral? He wasn't your father. Um, Speaking of out of bounds, who are you rooting for in the NBA playoffs? Uh, Denver Nuggets, baby, let's go. Mm. I'm rooting for Denver Nuggets as well from that side. And uh, the Miami Heat, bro, for the other side. Let's fucking go. I'm glad that the Boston Celtics are going out sad. I'm so goddamn sick of the Miami Heat. I I hope they get swept. I hope they lose every game by 50 (laughs) points. Well, they can't get swept because they're the ones doing the sweeping. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but Heat and three, baby. Um... Jeff says tonight is going to be someone's goodbye. Yeah, maybe the Boston Celtics or the Los Angeles Lakers. And then Krylin uh, does her what feels like a goodbye speech. And again, they got us. Did they get you on this one? They really did. It seemed like Carolyn didn't really know either. So, yeah, I, I loved how she was like, is this my goodbye speech? Uh like, like you've said many times throughout this season, the show has gone up its own ass, but in this moment, the madness of it was kind of fun. I liked it. I appreciated yeah. it. it. It was funny at the end, too, because when the votes got read for Jamie, Jamie was just kind of like, huh, okay. <laughs> I didn't think that was going to happen. Uh, Jamie, not Jamie, sorry. Jam Jam says the person leaving tonight is the person who needs to leave. And then they immediately cut to Krylin looking devastated on the other side of the bench. I was like, they are really doing her dirty here, but yeah, it was, it was well played. It was well edited. I mean, it's a fun, a couple of George Clooney's over here with these pranks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then they vote Heidi plays her idol for herself. Yeah, sure. Whatever. It's fine. I get it. Uh, Krylin gets two votes and Jamie gets the other four. I, bad move by Heidi. I think. Bad move all Yeah, around. I don't really get it from her perspective, but the, also I'm okay with it because Jamie was just like, she was, she was along for the ride, which is fine, but I think she wasn't adding a lot to the show at this point. Had Heidi played this correctly, I feel like she should have taken that information that they're voting for Jamie back to Jamie and Lauren and been like, hey, I have an idol. I'm going to play it on you, Jamie. We're going to put all our votes on Cryolin. And nobody voted for Heidi. So, like, right. you were safe. Yeah. Like, nobody was coming for her. And all of Tika assumed that she was working with them. It was the perfect opportunity to take Tika out. But, again, they pass up the opportunity to take out our favorite purple people eaters. And they really are the purple people eaters because everybody's written Jam Jam's name down has gone home, as he said many a time. So this is a yeah, this was a Jamie went out because she did not do a max keeble move. She did uh, a min keeble yeah. small move. Yeah, it's a big moves era. I don't know. I don't feel like we're in a big moves era anymore. No, I, there, I mean, I think that I think this is one of the seasons where the big moves all got done sort of like a few weeks into the merge because like the Franny move was a big move. Yeah. The Danny move was a big move. Now things have settled down a little bit, but I mean, just the whole new era in general, like how many big moves have there been? It's just been like the person who is like can tread water the best 
ends up winning every time. Like nobody's playing the rice card anymore. They're not. They're not. They're not going as taking classes on big moves like Angelina did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, who do you think is uh, leading the voting records at this point? I'll, I'll give you a hint. Everybody has increased their voting percentage except for one person. So I'm going to say uh, Carson and Jam Jam are probably in the lead right now. Yes, Jam Jam is up first with 86%, increasing his voting by three points. Uh, Carson is up to 83% of the correct vote, also up three points. Kryland is in third, going up 6%. She's now at 66% correct, which is the same as Heidi. And Lauren uh, corrected correctly voted two of seven times Uh, not good that's the big that's the big mark against her is that she has not been in on these moves she has lost one percentage point she was voting great she was at 30 percent last week she's at 29 this week uh it's great okay so thomas last week you said jam jam would win the reward you had 27 points and he did in fact win the reward so you're now at 28 points Heidi did not win immunity. Carson did not get voted out. Panera did not show up. I said Lauren would win immunity. I was at 35 points. Now at 36. So I am eight points ahead of you. I did some counting today before we started recording. There are at least nine, potentially 11 points up for grab in this finale. Oh, that's very fitting for what month we're in. (laughs) Oh, yeah, good point. 9-11 in May. Almost forgot. Um, so who, sorry, what will the reward be? What will one of the rewards be in the finale? Um, orange juice. Hmm. Smart. I'm going to say a shower. Okay. Who will? You know what? I just realized, by the way, since we brought up 9-11 in May, mm. I'm going to have to save this for next year when I, when I sing Have You Forgotten Again. I should probably change the how it felt that day lyric to how it felt that May. That's really good. Um, Curious, do you want to try it right now? No. Okay. That's how we keep that's how we keep uh, listeners for a whole year. Yeah. You want you want to leave them wanting more, not less. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Who is winning immunity? Uh, I'm going to say that. Say Lauren wins immunity again. Yeah. Uh, I will say. I'll say Carson. Um, who will win reward? Sorry, I think we skipped that. Um, I'll say Carolyn's going to win reward. God damn it. You keep picking my people. Um, I'll say Lauren. I don't Whatever. Uh, what about who's getting, uh, voted out, we'll skip because we're doing, um, placements this week. Um, who's taking fifth place? Fifth place, I'm going to say Heidi. Okay. Fifth place. And I'm not seeing anybody say this. I'm going to say Jam Jam. Okay. Who will be forced into fire-making and lose, taking fourth place. I have to imagine that Carson practiced fire-making a lot because mm-hmm. he practiced everything else a lot. That's um, true. So 
I think he's going to win. Mm. Carolyn's done it a lot. I'm going to say Jam Jam finishes in fourth. Okay. I agree that Carson has likely practiced fire making a lot. Have you noticed throughout the season, and everybody's talking about it, we're not new, we're not special, but we haven't talked about it. They love to do Carson staring into the fire shots with the fire reflecting off of his glasses. Have you noticed this? Uh, I Now that you mention it, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, everybody's saying that likely means he's going into fire. I agree, but I think he is losing. And who might these people lose to, Thomas? Who is winning fire making is what I'm asking you. Uh, I'm going to say... going to say Carolyn is uh, going to win fire making. And I think that Jam Jam is going to lose fire making. Mm. I was going to say Kryland also wins fire making. But for the sake of competition, because that's the whole point of this segment, I'll say Lauren, whatever. Who's taking third place? Zero vote finalist. Third place is going to be Carolyn. Hmm. I will say third place will be Heidi. Who's taking second? Carson is taking second place. Mm -mm. It's actually going to be our friend, Lorwyn. And who is taking first place? The winner of Survivor 44. They don't call her Lorluz. It's Lorwyn for the win. They don't call her Cryolin. They call her Cryowin for the win. I know I'm a sucker for the edit, but sucks to your asthma. Uh, oh, hey, now that Survivor 44 is almost over, I do have to tell you about the challenge in a segment called The Challenge Chum. It's over now. The Challenge World Championships was won by Jordan from the USA and Kaz from the UK. Uh, Congratulations to them. Do you, <laughs> do you want to do a quote quiz? Let's do a quote quiz, please. So nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you can call me your majesty. This Keep one, I think you might like a lot because it is a, it seems to be a trivia based um, quiz. Excuse me. Sorry, Twitter's been not working for me all day. Has it been working for you at all today? Uh, I haven't really noticed anything. Okay. Um, okay, it seems to be working now. Anyway, here, I'm Googling, and by Googling, oh, you sent me a link. Oh, Education Connection Girl commercial. Yeah, yeah. we were talking about the Education Connection jingle. Yeah. Uh, that's not I, a link. I went to, I went and did Quobes quizzes. Didn't do great. <laughs> Uh, can you guess the Survivor based on Can you guess the Survivor season Based on the Survivor contestant This is by Rebecca Community contributor with 720 points I don't know how it people It took like half points. a second for the link to show up in my DM So it just had the title So it looked like you just DM'd me Can you guess the Survivor season based Thomas, on the contestant that's, 
not what happened. If <laughs> eagle-eyed listeners, eagle-eared listeners, will notice me saying, "Oh, that's not a link." A few minutes ago, uh, because I just copied that. <laughs> oh, so you're admitting? Oh my God, he admitted. I copied the text instead of the hyperlink and sent it to you. You've walked into a wall on this one, Jake. Okay. And, oh, do you have it up? Yes, I do. Okay. Andrea Belke, I'll let you go first since you've seen fewer seasons. Do you know Andrea Belke's first season? We've watched three of these. Two of these. Gabon, Redemption Island, Blood vs. Water, and Panama. Oh, I don't remember this person. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to say Redemption Island. I would say... <laughs> uh, I'm also saying Redemption Island. I knew that was correct. Um, she also appeared on Caramoan, Fans vs. Favorites too. An underrated season, in my opinion. How about Aubrey Bracco, your favorite? Millennials vs. Gen X, Heroes vs. Villains, San Mandel Survivor, or Koran? We've watched all of these seasons on this podcast. Yeah, I believe this was uh, Brains, Beauty, Brawn, so, which I believe was Korong. It was indeed Korong. Yes, Aubrey was the runner-up. And Brad Culpepper, Blood vs. Water, Palau, Tokentines, or Pearl Islands. Uh, Blood vs. Water, I believe. That is correct. Uh, oh, yeah, four with nine equals out is the... Uh, it's the little gif they use there. That's fun. I remember when he did math. Caleb Reynolds, remember him? Micronesia, Korong, Worlds Apart, or Fiji. Didn't he get medevaced? He did get medevaced. Was it Worlds Apart? Go ahead. Oh, it was, it was also Korong. They tricked Korong. me. How did they trick you? you we, that was one of the first seasons we watched them this show. Well, no, I'm saying they, I didn't think that they would do two in a row. Mm. You know, they would do two from the same season. Uh, Caleb is famous, of course, for us having the one and only fight we've ever had on this show. I don't remember what it was about. We got an argument about whether or not it was ethical for the producers to go to commercial after he, uh, fainted in that challenge that he eventually got medevaced from. Oh, to do like a cliffhanger? Yeah. I said, it's fine. They I know think what happens. that I... I was going to say, I think I was arguing that it, they were, I, yeah, I, no, I still agree with my original position. I think it is unethical to do that. I agree with my original position, which is, it was fine. They knew what they were doing. You know, they got, you gotta, you gotta keep people watching. It's like you with your, uh, with your change the lyric. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Tease them more. Where was Sierra Easton from? One world, Samoa, worlds apart, blood versus water. I've already answered it. It's blood versus water. Correct. She voted out she her voted mom. She voted her mom off. Siri Fields, of course. Pearl Siri Island. Fields. Siri Fields. <laughs> Pearl Islands, Cook Islands, Panama Exile Islands, or Gabon's Islands. That is, of course, Survivor Panama. Panama. Uh, 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 uh. Great stuff. Debbie Wanner, South Pacific, Vanuatu, Millennials, Gen X, or Korong. This is a third co-wrong person. This is, a third this is out of control. Person. Debbie finished ninth. Man, what a person. Haley Ford, Worlds Apart, San Juan del Survivor, South Pacific, Samoa. She, we did not watch her original season yet. 
And it's as I look back on it, I realize it's going to be a lot of fun to watch on this season. I did not love it's it. Worlds Apart is Worlds Apart the blue collar, white collar, no collar season? It is indeed. I thought I recognized her. Wasn't she? Did she come back? Yes, she was on Game Changers. That's what it was. JT. What was JT on? Redemption Island, Cook Islands, Borneo, Token Teens. The T stands for Token Teens. <laughs> yeah, we should have recorded this episode tomorrow on a Token Teens Tuesday. That's a good point. Oh, man, what a missed man. opportunity. Speaking of missed opportunities, it's Jeff What Varner. a missed opportunity. Oh, there he is. Oh, our favorite guy, Jeff Varner. Always been good in the world of Survivor. We love to see his face pop up uh, whenever we're talking Survivor. Was he on Blood vs. Water, Fiji, Australia, or Amazon originally? And we've, uh, we've, I, we've watched none of these seasons. No, we didn't. For whatever reason, I said Blood vs. Water, even though I know it was wrong. Because <laughs> I was like, he can't be from one of these early seasons. Yep. He is. He was on the second season, Australia. Um, great season. Actually, I watched it again recently. It's kind of boring. But in 2001, it was a lot of fun to watch when I was 10 years old. Um, Malcolm Freeberg, everybody's favorite boy. Was he from Micronesia, Philippines, Worlds Apart, or Co-Wrong? believe he is from Philippines. Oh, how did you and know And I'm that? correct. Did you watch that season once without me? I haven't. I just, I, for whatever reason, I think I've heard you talk about it before Probably. and that that was that was back in the old brain somewhere um yeah likely uh philippines great season that was of course denise's season um we'll get to it eventually it's it's good michaela bradshaw my favorite person on the show survivor kagayan samoa millennials for gen x or china Probably from Survivor China. Uh, I just had a lobotomy recently. Uh, yeah, no, Millennials versus Gen X. I thought you were serious for a second, and I had the no, same reaction that Michaela's having to Jay right now in this clip. Who? Uh, okay, wow, there's a lot of questions. It's who? What are all the most famous people from Survivor? What seasons are they on? Uh, Ozzy is from Cook Islands, China, Samoa, South Pacific. Ooh. Cook Islands, of I course, should know is this. Uh, our upcoming off-season season. I think it is Cook Islands. I was, I was yep. trying to remember whether we had watched that one or not. We have not yet, but we are about to in a matter of weeks, and I'm very excited. It's a great season. Um, also called, oh, Thomas, you're going to love this. It's called, uh, called, it's also called Survivor Rice Wars. Love it. <laughs> Everyone is playing the rice card now. <laughs> Sandra Diaz Twine, of course, Africa. Oh, wait, sorry, Islands. one more. What? Paul Walker saying, Welcome to Rice. Someone saying, Welcome to Rice Wars to Paul Walker. And he says, Thank you. <laughs> Did you see it? I know we, we keep, we, talk, we can't stop talking about Ron DeSantis on this podcast, but he like went into some diner or whatever this week and asked somebody his name, and the guy told him his name, and he just goes, Okay. <laughs> You don't that's, engage yeah, with that's this the man kind of charisma, the unstoppable charisma that the <laughs> he's the, the try, Ron Mentum is building. He's going to try to debate the biggest bully in the world on a national yeah. platform. It's going to be so funny. He's already funny. getting like two. All the, all Trump has to do is do the like. Have you ever seen in basketball when somebody scores over somebody and they do the too small sign? Mm-hmm. He all he has to do is just do that. I want to see. Was it AI who? Uh, stepped over Ty Lue. 
Yes. I want to see that on the Republican debate stage next year. Yeah. It's going to be enjoyable until the judge. Like, we got to appreciate that while we have it because the general is going to be awful. Yeah. Oh, man. As it always is. Uh, Sandra, what's he's Oh, Thomas, do you remember what season Sandra's from? Uh, Pearl Island. Pearl Islands. Africa, the Pearl Islands, Guatemala, Gabon. Uh, Pearl Islands, of course. Um, yeah, we know. Sandra's the best. Sarah Lucina, Nicaragua, Kagiyan, Torong, One World. I did not watch Sarah's original season. Uh, and which one was it? Because we have not watched so, three of these four seasons on this podcast. I guessed uh, Nicaragua, and it was, in fact, Kagayan. It was, in fact, Kagayan. I knew that because I've watched every season. I was trying to think, have I seen every season? Yes, I have watched every season at this point. Uh, there was a time in my teenage dumb that I got away from Survivor because I was too busy watching The Office and kissing girls in high school, you know? Uh, only one of those things is true. But I revisited Survivor back in adulthood when I got back into it during Heroes versus Villains. So I've been watching it ever since, and I've gone back and watched every old season two. So don't get mad at me for not caring about... Jeff Probst or whatever people get mad at this podcast for. Why do people hate this podcast? People say the meanest things. They say that we stink. <laughs> they give us a five-star review to try and psych us out. I'll let you know, listener. Before Thomas and I started recording today, we talked about Hotel Soap for a good five or ten minutes. Yeah, they had my brand there. They had Dove at the Holiday Inn Express. They can, I would love for them to pay me. They can even pay me in Dove uh, travel size soaps, which they don't have there. But, um, but they, they do they have nice large containers. They give you plenty. And I used a lot of it. When you walked into the Holiday Inn Express room, were you like, they have my brands? Remember that commercial? I did say that. I did think it was really funny, by the way, that they, they had like a hand soap thing for it, but they called it in the same way that uh, they've branded body wash. It was just hand wash. Oh, and I was like, cool. is this soap or not? <laughs> Where is Sierra Dawn Thomas from originally? Worlds Apart, One World, Cook Islands, or Millennials versus Gen X? Of course, you've only seen one of these seasons, haven't you, sir? Yeah, I, I don't know this. Um... Saying one world, and I'm wrong. It's worlds apart. It is worlds apart. She was on one of the tribes. I don't remember. I think White Collar, maybe? It's a bad season. It's boring. Ty, of course. Pearl Island's Yo, token what season is he from? Korog. This, this person must really love Korog, which is fair. It's a that's lot a great of Korog. We're, we've done like half of the cast of Korog at this point. Tony Vlacos, holy shit, Samoa, South Pacific, Kagayan, or Worlds Apart. We know this, it's of Kagiyan. course. And Troy Zan, uh, Gabon, Fiji, Redemption Island, One World. He was on, Thomas? I'm trying to remember. I don't remember if I watched the first season, because didn't he come back? He did come back. He was also in Game Changers. That's where I had seen him, but I feel like I'd heard tell of him before that. I'm going to say Redemption Island, and I'm wrong. It's One it's World. One World. That's right. Up next, we've got Zeke. Millennials vs. Gen Millennials X. Millennials vs. Gen Apart, X. South Pacific or Panama. Of course, he was in Millennials vs. Gen X. 20 out of 20, 100%. I'm the best Survivor trivia expert of all time. 15 out of 20, you scored better than 37% of all other quiz takers. That could have been better. Yeah. 
Well, we can always retake this You know how competitive place. I am about trivia. This was uh, this is not my finest hour. Give it three weeks. We'll do this quiz again. <laughs> um, I'll give... Um, oh, boy. I forgot how long this quiz was. I'll give Rebecca a point for that quiz. I don't know if that's how it works, but... You know, I think she did a good job. It's a good assortment of people. And yeah, I, the only criticism I have is a, is one that benefited me, which is there was a lot of co-wrong. Uh, yeah, I appreciated that quiz a lot because it's one of the few times I ever beat Thomas in trivia. But Thomas, you you beat the uh, your greatest rivals in trivia this week, didn't you? I saw that on yeah, Twitter. we beat sh- we beat shirt team and we beat them handily. Uh, we we ended. Uh, in first outright with a total of 81 points and shirt team finished with a nice, but not so nice. 69 points. Nice. We beat them by 12. Um, if people wanted to hear more about your trivia escapades, where would they do that? Uh, they can do that uh, at Tom, not Tom on Twitter. Uh, I've changed. I finally, for the, after a, uh, I, several years of having the same handle, I've changed it from Antonio McDice Clay to Jarris Walker, Texas Ranger. I will, uh, who is the guy that I hope that the Pistons draft. Thomas, I'll, let me tell you, I was very confused when I saw you change your name. I was like, who the fuck is this? Did you look it up? Did you look up who Jarris Walker was? No, I meant who the fuck is this person on Twitter? And then I saw it was you. Oh, it's the same like, picture. Oh, yeah. I don't know how I, to I look didn't at pictures. My Abby. How many people have? How many people have that Abby? You'd be surprised. I actually have a list on Twitter where everybody has that as their Avi. <laughs> yeah, that's the only one you look at, and that's why you're so confused. It's called the the. It's called the 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 Avi group. <laughs> it always comes back to the the. Yeah. The 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 the. the, the <laughs> that's all, folks. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at dywsln as long as that website still exists. Um, we're on Instagram, but we haven't updated it in like two years, so don't bother. Or yeah, go to YouTube. We're on YouTube now too. We're we're the new Paul brothers. We're the new Paul brothers. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go to the suicide forest in Japan whenever they decide to do Survivor Japan. We're gonna record every episode there. We're gonna fly out to Japan once a week, every week. Easy money for us. Um, it's the only fun Survivor podcast on YouTube, and to all of the new listeners on YouTube. I hope you're listening to this part because it's past the first 37 seconds. Um, but thanks for listening anyway. We'll, um, we're almost done uploading the old episodes. We have... Thomas, uh, do you remember Are You The One Second Chances? Uh, of course I do. Just so uploaded that one. Triple H, It's Time to Play the Game. That entire season is up there if you ever want to revisit that season for whatever reason. Uh, the one episode of Total Drama Island we did. Remember that? Oh, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> so did I until I was going back through old notes. Uh, Borneo, David vs. Goliath, The Challenge, some seasons of that, Edge of Extinction, The Year of Sandra, San Juan del Survivor, the KN cast, of course. That's the one Thomas hosted where we talked about Kid Nation. Great show. The Challenge, Double Agents, Survivor Marquesas, Gabon, Survivor 41, Christmas, Survivor Palau, Survivor 42, Guatemala, Survivor 43, Panama, 44, and Simulated Season. Wow, there's so much... On the Survivor YouTube. The only fun Survivor podcast YouTube. I should be more specific. The Survivor YouTube. It's got old episodes of Survivor. We know. The only fun Survivor podcast. 
has the old episodes of the Only Fun Survivor podcast. So I feel bad because I've been like, you know, uploading so many videos recently that I'm like over oversharing on people's feeds. I feel like I'm popping up constantly. Uh, and I'm sure that's very annoying, but pretty soon that'll be over. So thanks for listening again. Thomas, did you want to say thank you for the listeners? I would love to thank the listeners. I just want to, I just want to make you aware of, um, I just want to make you aware of a headline I just saw. Jude Law smelled like crap on the set of Firebrand, which earned an eight-minute standing ovation at Kong. Yeah, it was smell-o-vision. Um, Jude Law made perfume smelling like blood, fecal matter, and sweat to play stinky Henry VIII in Firebrand is the other headline for it. Was there a good-smelling Henry VIII there, too? This is, like, fetish content is what it sounds like to me. Uh, why are you getting that headline? Not to fetish shame, I'm just asking. Fetish shame. Uh, well, variety is the spice of life, and yes. uh, that was who did the headline. Uh-huh. I wasn't searching a specific. Maybe you've heard anything. of them. Yeah, I've heard of the spice of life variety. Um, did you thank the listeners already? I would love to thank the listeners. Thank you, listeners. And did you want to say anything to anybody else? What, what would that be? Like the boilerplate review or anything you have to say? Okay, this is like your team building exercise that you went on where you didn't give me enough prompts. No, it's not because we, this is, what, 397 of this or whatever? You, yeah, and every time you prompt me by saying, what is the boilerplate review? What is the boilerplate review, Thomas? Thank you, Jake. I'm glad you asked. 389, by the way, not 397. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. I didn't this mean to is my... anyone. That's not okay, the boilerplate yes, review. I just had to clarify. Thomas, what's the yeah. boilerplate review for people on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or YouTube? This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Spotify does not allow me to leave reviews, but if I could, I would say I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify wrap. I almost said I look or uh, have a great summer juices instead of I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify wrap. If you want to write have a great summer deuces on the YouTube comments, though, so to let us know oh. that you've been listening, yeah. listen to the I end. I think ideally what it would be is that someone would say have a great summer and then someone would reply deuces oh, to them. Oh, that's perfect. That's community building. That really, that really makes the audience feel like they're a part of something, doesn't it? Man, perfect podcast. It really podcast. does. All right, Thomas. Well, it's been 80 degrees pretty much every day for the last week, so you know what that means. Great summer. Deuces. Now that I'm like working more regularly, I'm TV. Yeah, That's for your stories. For my stories. My children. My bolds. My beautifuls. My children. Your passions. My revenges. You, your days of your life. My children. That's the only one I can think of. Your my hospital. Your general hospitals. <laughs> my general's hospitals. Yeah, general. It's actually General's Hospital. <laughs>
Yeah, I was on 718 episodes of General, or 718 General's Hospital episodes. <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> Oh my god, let me tell you something. Summary. So we have this 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 screen that you can pull down uh, on the back porch so the sun doesn't like destroy you. We could not figure out how to pull this this screen down for the longest time. Well this afternoon. And you were destroyed by the sun. We were destroyed by the sun. We had to like sit next to the stairwell because there's like a a longer overhang so we can get a little more shade. Well, today, we figured it out and got the screen to be able to pull down the screen. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. <laughs> you're so welcome. can't believe it only took an hour and 15 minutes to say you're welcome. Yeah. You're not welcome. Congratulations for that, you said. I wasn't actually listening. Wouldn't it be funny to say you're not welcome to someone? That's a good bit. Yeah, that would be really funny to say all the time. Uh, I held uh, the door open for somebody as they were coming to the post office as I was leaving. Should have said that then. <laughs> you're not welcome. You're not welcome. And then I slammed the door shut. <laughs> yeah, you like break break their hand in the door. <laughs> <laughs> I do to them what my mom did to me in third grade. What? Yeah. Yeah, that really is cycles of abuse right there. Hey, abuse people, abuse people, you know? <laughs> Smarten up, probes. <laughs>